Mind Body Connection podcast. The body and mind. With your host, Dr. Phil Parker. So what I'd like you to do is to take a few moments to think about something that you want to feel more calm, more relaxed about, or you want to feel sleepier, more at peace. And just allow yourself to just notice what that is. We're at a kind of distance, we're not that interested in uh, doing anything more than just observing it. And then what I'd like you to do is to just allow yourself to lean back comfortably in your chair, put down your gin and tonic, Renara, and uh, just breathe, just for a moment. And then just follow the sound of my voice. And for many of you who know, there are a number of things I do when I help people to relax deeply. And some of them are quite obvious in that my voice slows down and the pitch becomes lower as we start to become more relaxed. And the reason for this is that your brain has an ability to tune in to whatever's going on around you through these mirror neurons that we have. So the more I become slow and calm, the more you'll find that your nervous system starts to settle. But there's other things that other people know who've studied with me over the years will recognize and you can allow your conscious mind to notice some of those things, some of those clever and interesting things. Because whenever we do this, we actually communicate on about four or five different levels. But you don't need to consciously be aware of that because your unconscious mind is paying attention to all the words I'm saying, and also to the spaces in between the words. And as you do, I'd just like you to notice how your shoulders can just let go. How your breathing is now, just a little bit more, even more, feeling the way that you already recognized that it needed to. And I'd like you to listen to a story about someone I mentioned earlier, Milton Erickson, who was an incredible speaker, physician, psychotherapist, hypnotherapist, and healer. And what was extraordinary about him was he didn't need to do very much to help people to deeply, deeply relax. He would say to people, you know, all you need to do right now, he'd say to them, is just to allow yourself to pay attention on a new level, he'd say. 
And he told a story once about going to a bell-making factory. And you may not know that Ericsson had polio at an early age and later on probably had a stroke and was only able to move a little bit, but he was still able to communicate extraordinary levels of depth just with his voice. And when he was a young medical student, he was wandering down the street and off to one side, he noticed the arch of a bell factory, somewhere where they made bells. And as he said, because you're an interesting and intrigued kind of person. Decided to go on an adventure. He went down the alley, never been there before, but he found his way. And there at the bottom of the alley, he saw the doors open to the factory and he stepped through and the noise inside the factory is really quite loud. You can be curious why it was loud. Well, in a factory, sometimes when it's busy, hammering and clanging, shaping metal, bending it, forging it, because even the most solid hard metal, when you heat it to the right temperature in the right environment, becomes fluid, flows, can be stretched, shaped any way that you want. You just have to have a mind to do it. And he did, as he walked through the factory. He saw all the workers being busy. And he went to the office of the manager and he said, I'm very interested in all sorts of things. And the manager said, so you're very interested in all sorts of things, aren't you? says, yeah, I've seen your factory and I just, I, I don't know how you guys, looking down at the shop floor, see people communicating to each other and hearing each other and speaking. I can't hear them at all. There's this, all this noise, it's just impossible. I just don't understand. And I'd, I'd like to explore this a bit more. Would it be okay if tonight I came and put my sleeping bag just somewhere out of the way, somewhere near one of the factory machines, just to see what it's like. And the manager said, okay. So that evening, much, much later, when the night was falling,
Ericsson walked down to the factory and there he found himself a little place out of the way where he could just gently and easily snuggle down, settle down almost as easily as resting in the warm sunshine, just feeling that calm, easy feeling. And initially, of course, it was a little bit more, less quiet than he wanted it to be, but he found with time, just being still, much like the water, the sound started to wash over him. And before he knew it, his body became more and more comfortable. His mind settled and calm. And he reached that really interesting place the doorway between being not asleep and being really sleepy. And he kind of thought to himself in a distant way, it's really interesting to feel this sleepy sleep feeling. And as he thought this sleepy sleep feeling, found himself just gently, comfortably drifting. And before he knew it, The sun streaming in through the dirty windows of the factory. And one of the workers who didn't know he was there stumbled over him and cursed him for getting in the way. And Erickson said, Sorry. The guy said, What are you doing here? And he said, Well, I was just doing an experiment to see if I could understand a little bit more about how the brain works. Hmm, said the man as he wandered off. And at that point, Erickson suddenly realised and so as you allow yourself to learn what it is that's important for you how this very particular story relates specifically and directly to that thing that you were thinking about making change with now as you think about it. How that shifts your awareness 
of the resources you have available to you. And how bringing yourself with this new understanding allows you to navigate and move through all sorts of environments, spaces and places, allows you to deliver a whole range of new ways of being, new actions, behaviours that really fulfil on the innate capabilities you have within you. Those skills and qualities that allow you to do all the incredible things that you've done over the years. And how recognizing who you are and what you're capable of reminds you of the things that are really important for you. Whether it's what you do or where you put your attention or who you hang out with, how you spend your time, or what your values are in terms of this is important to me and how that reignites that deep familiarity that we all have, do we not, with actually who we really are inside. Sometimes we forget and we wander off one way or another. But in those moments of clarity, reconnecting, who we are, who we know ourselves to be, and how by doing that allows us to recognize what we can bring into the bigger picture, the lives of others, the passions, the excitements. And by connecting with that, we feel a sense of, you know what? Maybe what I need to focus on isn't those things that I used to think were pressing or important. Maybe instead, I just need to reconnect, to bring myself in each and every moment from this new place. And notice when I do this, how much easier it is to find my way. And you know, as Ericsson wandered back up the street, he said, you know what? There's always something. There's always something you can learn. And sometimes you learn these things in the most unusual places when you weren't even expecting to recognize that there were things you thought you'd forgotten, that you remember, that you realized a long, long time ago, you'd already remembered. And so as you allow yourselves to gently and comfortably bring yourself back to this room, to this waterfall, Knowing that just by listening to this and switching yourself into a different state, 
it has at least two very powerful and important processes. First is your whole body just switches down from maybe some activity to calm, parasympathetic, nurturing, healing, thoughtful, recovery you. But the other thing that's really important is not only is there a temporary effect of getting into that state, it's quite nice, let me know if you're coming back to the room, how it felt to go through that process. But the other thing that's really important is that the more you practice getting into this state, activating this neurology, then the easier it is to reaccess that again and again. And this starts to become your default setting. This starts to become who you are because of doing it so often. Behaviors that we practice become permanent. So just by spending a few moments calming, refocusing, you will allow yourself to develop the neurological muscle of how to be even better going forwards at doing this. The Mind Body Connection Podcast. The Body and Mind.